Hello, welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person, and with us today is Lucy Gerlin, caregiver specialist with the Fairfax Area Agency on Aging. November is National Caregiver Month, and Lucy is here to tell us a bit about the caregiver experience and also what kinds of support the county offers caregivers. But first, as we always do on the intro, we learn a little bit about our guest. She's earned a degree in nutrition from Florida State University. You know, those folks that have the irritating, oh, oh, chant during football games. Anyway, earlier in her career, Lucy worked in nursing homes as a nutritionist and then joined the county as a child care specialist. In her current position, she organizes a webinar series on caregiving and edits a monthly e-newsletter, also involved with state and local groups that supports caregivers. She'll tell us all about this, but while not working for the county, Lucy teaches yoga. You know, we've talked about that before here on the podcast. A master yoga teacher, she has classes at the Cub Run Community Center and in the Government Center. You can also find her classes on Channel 16 as well as on YouTube, and we'll get her to talk a little bit about yoga as well, I'm sure. Lucy's additional passions are glass painting, karaoke singing, she promised she would not sing, or maybe I should say she promised I wouldn't have to sing, and watching the long-running and venerable soap opera General Hospital, one of my uh, favorites way back in the day as well, I must admit. So Lucy, a lot for us to talk about. Thanks for being here again with us today. It's great to be here. Thanks. Absolutely. Caregiving. We're talking about um, that as a topic today because we're kind of focusing on that because of the tie-in with the month of November being National Caregiver Month, we're not specifically going to be talking about the month or whatever, but it's just a good time for us to focus on the topic of caregiving. And when we say that word, what do we mean by caregiving? Um, caregiving is when you are a person ha- starts to help somebody with things that they cannot do fully for themselves. So a good distinction to make is if I go to my neighbor and I say, I'm going to the grocery store, do you need anything? And they say, oh, please pick me up some milk. I'm just being their neighbor. Mm -hmm. But if my neighbor then becomes unable to go to the store Mm. and I say, I'm going to the grocery store, what do you need? And they give me the items that they need and I buy them for them, then I'm performing some level of caregiving. Hmm. I'm doing something for them that they are not fully able to do for themselves. Okay. So you can be a nice neighbor but also a caregiver at the same time. But it can go from that that simple explanation or or example, I guess, if you will, a a whole lot further. A whole lot further, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're talking about – even up to full, like full-time caregiving for, for a loved one or, or mm-hmm. someone else, really. Right. And the example I started out with is a personal caregiver, which could be a friend, a neighbor, quite often a family member. There are also paid caregivers, hmm. and they are an important part of the conversation as well. There are caregivers who come maybe a few hours a day to help a person all the way up to um, various group settings Mm -hmm. where you find caregivers or even uh, a facility where a person might live that the people there are caregiving. But today we'll be mostly focusing on the experiences 
of the either uh, family, friend, neighbor, caregiver. Mm-hmm. And that's a good word you used, experiences, and I think that's a good transition. You, you're, I think, willing to talk about kind of your personal caregiving journey, if you will. So that's a nice transition in, in using your word experiences. Could, could you kind of share a little bit with us? Sure. And I, I want to say caregiving, when, when I say journey, uh, you don't end up in the same place you started out. Mm-hmm. So you um, quite often caregiving starts out as uh, small assists, and then um, if you're fortunate enough to have your loved one, the person you're caring for, around for long enough, your um, your assists may get more intense and long term. Right. And that happened for me um, with my mother. Um, she was very independent, although she never liked to drive. Hmm. So, of course, I always drove her to the store, and that was that right, situation. Right. I'm telling. I wasn't caregiving; I was just taking her to the store. Um, and she lived, fortunately for me, nearby. She was a caregiver for uh, my children, actually, as grandma, right? So that's a that's a different right. level of caregiving. Right. That's caregiving for young people. Then, as she started aging, um, her she started having some issues with her memory. Hmm. So her her caregiving issues were less uh, physical, but more the memory process. So it started out with gen- you know gentle reminders, or you know calling, or showing up more often, helping her with things. And then as things got um, they progressed along. Then I needed to start hiring some help and being more present, doing more things, mm. going there more often. Mm-hmm. Even once I hired help, I was still the uh, manager for that help. Right, right. right? So you um, you uh, you stay involved on on that level. And uh, over time, it just her needs got. Um, stronger and stronger because of the decline in mental status to a point where when the paid caregiver would leave at 10 p.m. and my mother still uh, lived in her own place, I would be watching her on cameras because she'd get the the paid caregiver would put her in bed, leave, and then my mother would get out of bed, right. and I was watching her. <laughs> I was calling her, saying, "Get back to bed." Right. And when the day she said to me, "How do I get there?" Mm, that wow. was a big clue. Right. We need even more help now. Wow. So we uh, transitioned and um, to a live-in aid, and eventually. Um, when she got to be more physical care, um, you know, we had to move her just very recently into a long-term care facility. Mm-hmm. Um, for for my part, uh, as I said, it, it, it got pretty intense. And as a caregiver, um, I needed to, if I wanted to be away for a couple of days, mm-hmm. I had to make sure that support systems were sure, in place absolutely. all along the yeah, way. Yeah. And um, I was never really away, away. I right. was always in contact. Right. Thank you, cell right. phones, right? I was always in contact. So um, that's where we are yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you mentioned the word support. Um, support is, is definitely needed, tremendously important, sometimes hard to find, but the county has lots of support 
for caregivers. So I, I, I don't want to diminish your story, and I appreciate you, you, you sharing that, but I think that's a great transition into talking a little bit about what kind of support the county does offer, not only you, but anybody else that's listening to this right now that, that hears your story about just the simple milk all the way to any, any level in between. So kind of talk a little bit about the, those support levels, if you will. Yes, um, the ca- Fairfax County does provide uh, great caregiver supports from uh, information and education to some actual hands-on assistance. The, um, the support, especially for the, the hands-on participation, is very individual individualized, mm-hmm. and so you need to find out you know, what, um, what elements of it are available to you in your specific situation. Okay. Our education and um, uh, technical assistance is available to everybody. And um, one of the best ways to stay on top of the things that we offer is through the monthly newsletter mm-hmm. that you had mentioned. It's called the Caregiver's Corner Online. And you can subscribe to that by visiting our website, which is fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults. And there'll be a link to caregiver. When you go to that caregiver link, you will find a lot of information and you'll also find a link to sign up for the newsletter. So in the newsletter, um, we publish our webinars, what any webinars that are coming up, we publish local events that people can go to, whether they're support groups or uh, seminars, classes, things of that nature. We publish general information that uh, is important to caregivers and uh, links to lots of other, uh, other things. Hmm. And this newsletter is free? Yes, and it comes in your email once a month. Wow. Mm-hmm. No that, advertisements. Yeah, okay, yeah. even better. Yeah, valuable resource right yeah. there. You mentioned webinar series. I think mm-hmm. that's something uh, our listeners may be a little surprised by, that county government and agencies are offering webinars. So t- talk a little bit about that. A webinar is a great instrument uh, to bring information and without a person having to leave their home. So um, as opposed to a seminar which takes place at a specific location on a specific date at a specific time, you're either there or you're not. And those definitely have a place, one-on-one interaction. Uh, In our situation, though, we found that for our caregivers, this ability to just to get online to get information was very valuable to sure. them. Yeah. So uh, we offer webinars pretty much once a month. We'll have a small break in the winter time and then be planning more for 2019. Um, pretty much once a month. The webinars take place on Wednesdays at noon and you just connect Okay. through your computer, or you can even call in by telephone. The other benefit to the webinars, though, is if you can't be there Wednesday at noon, I record them, and then you can go in at your convenience and listen to I was going to ask about that. I was going to ask about mm-hmm. that, yeah. So that's awesome. So 24-7, if somebody Correct. can't, you know, if, if 3 in the morning is their best time that they've got their, you know, the person they're caring for is finally asleep and they've you know, wound up and they, you know, need a break, they can watch it at 3 a.m. 
Yes, and even if you were there, um, for instance, one of the webinars we have is legal issues for caregivers. And mm -hmm. if you were at the legal issue for, issues for caregivers webinar and you said, I want to hear this again because yeah. it's so information dense, you can do yeah. that at your yeah. leisure. Well, there's always something you're going to pick up, any kind of presentation, a book, a movie, mm -hmm. second time, third time you read it, watch it, hear Absolutely. it, you always get more information. Mm -hmm. You mentioned some of the subject matter uh, covered just very quickly. What are some of the other kind of topics uh, and can f folks access all these past webinars somewhere? Absolutely, yes. Uh, we have had, um, among many other things, the legal topic, which is always very popular. Um, we have a financial webinar, how to, um, how to plan for paying for long-term care, um, traveling with your loved one, hmm. a caregiver's guide, uh, dementia 101, we will be having emergency preparedness for caregivers mm. when your loved one is hospitalized. So a wide range of topics oh, yeah. Yeah. that are of interest. And um, the speakers <clears throat> approach their subject from the, um, from the perspective of the caregiver. So yeah. that always makes it really helpful. Sure. Mm -hmm. And a caregiver is listening right now, if they have a if they've kind of gone through the, the archive of webinars and maybe they have a subject or topic or, or presentation that they would they would like to hear, can they just go to the fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults webpage and is there a place there where they could suggest a topic or do they need to call or how, how, does, how would that work? When you go to our caregiver webpage, we have a link to our caregiver email. Okay. There's also a link to that in mm -hmm. uh, the e-newsletter. And you can always call. We do have the Adult Disability and Caregiver Support Line, which um, anybody can call, and that's an excellent first step. Okay. Yeah. All right. And we'll give out a telephone number, and I'll repeat the website here shortly, too, as well. But getting close on our time together, uh, anything else? Um, I, I do want to quickly sneak in yoga <laughs> since we kind of teased it. But anything else about the caregiver experience or what caregivers should think about, know about, or, or any kind of final thought to kind of, kind of wrap that up for us? One of the uh, biggest tips that I could give any caregiver is breathe. When mm. you feel like things are just coming uh, at you from all sides and you just need a really quick break, stop and take a few deep breaths. You can do it standing, you can do it seated, and I invite you all to try it for nice deep breaths into the belly, in through the nose, out through the nose, and notice how that kind brings you back to center, mm. helps you ground, and then it's, it's like a mini break and then your your mind is a little more clear to go on with the next thing. Mm -hmm. The other thing I want to say is reach out for help. Call, call our office. Let your friends and other family members know that you need some help mm. and allow them to assist you. Don't try and go through everything alone because right. there is help out there and people um, people do want to help you. Right. And we again, we, we, we teased yoga but uh, in the intro, but yoga can be helpful for older adults, but also since we're really talking about caregiving, 
yoga can be helpful for the caregiver. And you just gave us a, a great example there, but um, expand upon that a little bit more. For the breathing and then just for gently moving your body. And there are great gentle yoga videos. Channel 16 has a nice series. It's it's on every morning. There's uh, also uh, some uh, Tai Chi, but every morning at 10 a.m. on Channel 16, there are uh, yoga programs, and there are four different ones, so one repeats. And um, you can find them also on the website, so you can do them at any time. Mm. And those were those are all geared to be gentle, accessible. Anybody can do them. So... Um, you can you can look that up and just move your you know just get to move your body a little bit learn a few moves you don't have to do a half hour at a time mm. you can start with 5 minutes you don't you don't have to be flexible you don't have to be strong yoga helps you meet you where you are and you move on from there yeah well some some good points there you don't you don't have to do 30 minutes or an hour marathon just a couple of minutes here and there and mm-hmm. just that simple breathing uh, technique you mentioned with the four four deep breaths in and out, uh, you know, will, will, will help give you a, uh, some relaxation and just take a break and, and have a moment to just kind of clear the head a little bit, if you will. The yoga classes, by the way, uh, in the county on Channel 16, you can you can get there if you want to, fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults, and I think you can scroll down to Channel 16 and you can find them right there as well as, as watching them directly on uh, the television station, Channel 16. The Caregiver's Corner Online, that's the e-newsletter we mentioned earlier. Again, let us know how folks can find that valuable resource, how they can get subscribed and, and uh, get that uh, information sent right to them in their email box. A good place to start is fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults and then click on caregiver. And that's going to open up the page where you will find subscription information for the caregiver corner online. Mm -hmm. You will find um, various classes that are happening in the county. You'll find information on our telephone support group. You'll find all the information on our webinars. Also, if you call our Aging, Disability, and Caregiver Resource Line, when you're, uh, you will get one-on-one help from social workers there, mm. and they'll point you to other, other things that you might have right. Uh, missed. Right. Okay. Lucy Gerlin with us, uh, Fairfax Area Agency on Aging. We've been here talking about caregiving and a lot of resources available in the county that I don't think we even really gave enough justice to to talk about everything that's available. So uh, if you want to find out more about support for caregivers as well as services and recreation for older adults, just call 703-324-7948. The TTY number is 711. We've also mentioned the website a couple of times, but again, go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash olderadults. And again, a lot of valuable resources on that webpage. Uh, subscribe to the Golden Gazette, Fairfax 50 Plus E-News, the Caregiver's Corner online uh, uh, newsletter. Also link from there to the Fairfax 50 Plus Facebook page. Lots of stuff. I can't even go over everything that that's uh, uh, available on that webpage. So uh, bookmark it and visit Fairfax county.gov slash older adults. Lucy, final couple of seconds. Anything uh, you'd like to add before we uh, wrap it up today? We look forward to helping you through your caregiver journey, so please reach out. All right. 
good good point to end on. Thanks for listening to the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia government. Thanks for listening.